Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. There's a psikta, fascinating psikta, on the Pasuk, Ashrei Ha'om Yoide Sarua. It says as follows. Fortunate is the nation that knows how to blow a trua, it seems. The Gayim don't know how to blow a trua. And here now we have the, some names that I'm not so familiar with. The Kama Bukinas Yeshlahem. The Kama. What? Okay, maybe you can help me with the next one too. In which language? And Vikama Salfangus Yeshlahem. It's Mine Kalim. But anyway, the Umay Sa'ilam have many different Kalim and trumpets, Chatzaitrais, Karanais, Ba'at Oimer, Ashrei Ha'om, Yoide Sarua, Ella, Zok the Psikta, Ashrei ha'om sheyoidim lefatois es yoitzerom betrua. Fortunate is the nation that knows how to be mefate, how to seduce their boyre with a trua. So this lushen of pitoi sounds like it's not the the shuras hadin. Being mefate is like to, is to convince or to deceive. Some say it's a lushen of. Uh, uh, you know, that's, it, it's not the, the, the straight path. What is this idea that the, that Klal Yisrael knows how to be mefata HaKadosh Baruch Hu? And you take a see that there's, there's another psikta in the same, same psikta earlier on, more famous, and it's brought by the Grand Shulchan Aruch, that says that on the Pasuk of Olo Eloikim Bisrua, the, uh, the psikta says, that when Klal Yisrael blow Shoifer, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Oyle Mekisei Din, V'yoyshev Al Kisei Rachamim. So you see that the Trua has that effect on HaKadosh Baruch Hu Kaviyachel. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu leaves Din, he gets up from the Kisei Din, and he's Yoyshev Al Kisei Rachamim. So I want to try to taste a little bit what this Mahalach is, and how this affects our Avoida. There's a stira in Chazal. In Pirkei Avos, in the end of the fourth parak, the Mishnah says <coughs> about Hakadosh Baruch Hu, "She'ein lefanav loy avla, v'loy shechicha, v'loy masoi panim, v'loy mekach shoychad." Hakadosh Baruch Hu, the din of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is completely yasher. There is no shoychad. Hakadosh Baruch Hu does not take shoychad. However, the Medrash in Tehillim says not that way. Unbelievable Medrash. The Pasuk says in Tehillim in Kapitel Yud Zayin, it says, Milfanecha mishpati yeitze. David HaMelech says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I want my mishpat to come out from you, to Hashem. David HaMelech says to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Milfanecha mishpati yeitze. So the Medrash says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu responds to David HaMelech and says, David, is it for nothing that I, that I made a Sanhedrin? 
I, 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 I have a Sanhedrin. Go leich v'tadun l'fneim. I don't know what that means, but Hakadosh Baruch Hu said that we, we, there, there's a Sanhedrin for that. You, you're davening to me that milafonai. You know your mishpat should come out. Go to the Sanhedrin. So David Amelech responds to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and says, Rabbi Nishalaylam, you wrote in your Torah. So your Dayanim, they have this thing, they won't take Shaychad. But you, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you take Shaychad. As the Pasuk says in, in, in Mishlei, it says, Shaychad michek Rasha Yikach. HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes Shaychad from the Cheik of a Rasha. So I don't want to go to them, they don't take Shaychad, HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I want to go to you, you take Shaychad. What is that shaychad? That's the shaychad. And then the Medrash stops, and, and now HaKadosh Baruch Hu is talking. And the Medrash says, Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu. After, this, after you learned about this interaction between David HaMelech and HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Omar HaKadosh Baruch Hu Yisrael, Bonai, Ad she tshuva psuchen, while the sharei tshuva are psuchen, asu tshuva she ani noitel tshuva ba'elamaze. So on one hand, Chazal tell us that Hakadosh Baruch Hu doesn't take sheichad. On the other hand, a whole arichos in a medrash that David Amelach tells Hakadosh Baruch Hu, I don't want to go to them; they don't take sheichad, but you take sheichad. So. What does it mean that HaKadosh Baruch Hu takes Shaychad? What does it mean he doesn't take Shaychad? What does it mean he does take Shaychad? So let's talk about Shaychad a little bit. <coughs> the Gemara says in Ksubas, the Gemara says that the Isser of Shaychad has nothing to do with who's right and who's wrong. Even if the Dayan would independently know with 100% certainty who's the Zakai and who's the Chayiv, it's also for him to take Shaychad from the Zakai to be Mizaka the Zakai. It's, it's, it, it, it's also to take Shaychad. It's a Peladika thing. I mean, it's true, it's a, it's a, you know, you never know what could happen, and once you start taking Shaychad, you, you know, things could deteriorate, but, but, but if you look at the Gemara, the Gemara says that the mitzvah of, the, the Isser of taking Shaychad, is even if you had a foolproof system to know for sure that the, the that you're not gonna be Ma'aves the Din, it's not appropriate to take Shaychad. Shaychad is Asa. What's the Pshat? So the Gemara on Kufheyom and Beis in Ksubis says, B'Shem Rava, Omar Rava, my time of the Shaychada, what's the reason for Shaychad? What's the reason for the Isser of Shaychad? And Rashi there says, what's the reason for Shaychad? Vahaloi, it's true, even if you're going to be Mezakeh the Zakai. So don't tell me that the reason for Shaychad is that you're going to mess up the Din, because it's true even if you're not going to mess up the Din. Says the Gemara, Kivan de Kabele Shaykhda Mine, since you were Makabel Shaykhad, 
at the at, once you were makabel sheichad ikravale daite legabe. It creates a kirvas hadas. It creates a, a, a closeness, a bond between the noisein and the makabel. Rashi says such a lashon there that it creates like a lev echad, the, the, a unified heart. The einodem roya chayva laatzmai. A person doesn't see a chayva for himself, and that's himself. That guy. My shaychad, what does the word shaychad mean? What's the, what's, what's shaychad? Zakti Gemara, shahu chad, that he becomes one. Because when somebody takes shaychad, when Ruvain gives Shimon shaychad, Ruvain and Shimon are now one. Shahu chad, that creates a oneness and a kurva. What do you see from here? You see that when Akadosh Baruch Hu said that dayonim should be done, that means that they have to employ a midah called din. Din only exists when there are two sides and a hachra. There's a tzad to say chayev and a tzad to say pater or, or, you know, or vice versa. And, and there's a hachra. Even if I know for sure that when I'm mezake you, I'm right. But once I take shaychad, there's no tutzadim anymore. Once I take shaychad, it's shehuchad. I can't look at it the other way. So, and I, it could be I verified that it's right. It could be I know for a fact that it's right. But that's not the way HaKadosh Baruch Hu was mitzavah dayonim tapaskin. Chacham, the Kaddish Baruch Hu is mitzavah, the Dayonim should paskin. We should be, like the Gemara says in Shabbos, Shutafim HaKaddish Baruch Hu b'maisa b'reishas, kal dayan shedon din emes la'amitai, is not a Shutafim HaKaddish Baruch Hu. The don din emes la'amitai is to look at the Indian separate from myself, to see a tzad chayiv, to see a tzad zakai, and to be machriya between those tzadim. But once it's myself, I enodem roya chayiv ala'atzma. Maybe I'm right to be Mizaka the Zakai, but it's not called Din. It's not Din. It's a, maybe a, it's a different kind of Mida. It's a different Mahalach, but that's not what HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Mitzavah Dayonim to do. And with Dayonim, we're not Nevi'im. Chazal tells Dayonim to do the thing called Din. And Din is that it has to be separate from me. It has to be separate from the Dayan. And Kozman, the Dayan, was Mechabal Shoichar. He's one with the Nidain, and if he's one with the Nidain, there are no Tutsdadim, and if there are no Tutsdadim, that's not there. And that's the issue, that's the, the, the issue of Shaykhad. Now let's talk about HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Shaykhad. HaKadosh Baruch Hu Avada does not take Shaykhad. By the way, just to clarify, like, what kind of Shaykhad are we talking about here? What are you gonna you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna stuff some uh you know some some extra money under the Aaron Kaidesh? You know, a few hundreds under the Aaron Kaidesh to to be to give Shaykha to Akadush Baruchu. So the Rambam says in the Pirush Mishnayis that the Shaykhad here is 
is the Maisim Toivim of the person. In other words, we know that by HaKadosh Baruch Hu, if a person does a hundred Maisim Toivim, and one Avera, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Dan on that Avera. And if a person does a hundred Averas and one Mitzvah, he gets Schar for that Mitzvah. That means you could have a person that's Mamish Mole 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 Averas, but for that Bracha or that Chesed, he gets Schar. HaKadosh Baruch Hu doesn't take Shoichad means that even if a person has a Reboy of Maisim Toivim, that's how the Rambam Pirish HaMishnayas learns Pshat, even if he has a Reboy of Maisim Toivim, HaKadosh Baruch Hu is Dan. Chayiv, Zakai on each Maisa. There's no, there's no, uh, there's no Shaychad. And Avada, that's true. Like the Mishnah says. The thing is like this. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not just a Dayan. He's Malkeinu, he's also Avinu. HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's different Hanhagas that he has. He has a Midas Adin, he has a Midas Harachamim. Our goal in getting HaKadosh Baruch Hu to take Shoichad is not that he should be done with Shoichad. There's no such a thing. Loi Mekach Shoichad. It's that we want to be Megala within ourselves a Nekuda that makes us Chadhu with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If we could reveal within ourselves a way, if we have a way of making HaKadosh Baruch Hu look at us, because we're an extension of him, because we're part of him, so then we've changed the Midah, that it's no longer Din. Like it says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's means there's a way to take him away from Din. By making him Chad. By making it that, that we're, we're one. And if we're one, there's no longer din. Let's explain how this works. There's a paragraph in the Yom Kippur Pachad Yitzchak in Maimer Lamed Hay, where he talks about Shoichad. And he says something fascinating. He says that the person that does tshuva, be'emes, is transcending the Indian of Shaykhad in himself. How do you do tshuva? You have to be makir echet. You have to be roya negei atzmai. You have to be roya chayva la'atzmai. And you have to express it. That's vidui. We express echet. So he says, any person that's doing tshuva, they're somehow transcending this this kaishi of that I can't see negayatma. When we get up over Asarisi Me Chuva and Yum Kippur and we say Al Khaichatanulufanecha with this and Al Khaichatan al Shamnu, Bagadnu, Bazalnu, like we say in the morning by Slichas, Dibaru Daifi Evinu Vershanu. We're being Raya Khaivala Atma. We're being Makir a chisarin and a chait within ourselves. So in a certain sense, the person that's coming to do tshuva is himself transcending that challenge of Enodem Roya Negei Atzmai. How does he do that? How's that? that that's Adkan Refutner, for whatever purpose he says it. But how, how that? The Gemara says Enodem Roya Negei Atzmai. The Gemara says Enodem Roya Chayva Atzmai. So how, how does Vidu work? The Gemara says it doesn't work. So how does it work? How do we all get up and do tshuva? 
Where does the Kayach come from to be able to be Roya Nigei I think that the answer to that question has to do with the fact that we're complex people. And we are people that are made up of many, many, many different layers. We have external, very coarse, gashmiyazdika layers. We have internal, pnimiyazdika, shi'ifais and ritzainais that are mamish sula mutzav artzav arayshay magia hashamayma. And we go up and down that ladder at different times. Our value system, like when we're sitting and davening Ni'ila, we're coming from a place. It's not the same place that we are on a regular Monday afternoon. It's from a different place inside of us. When a person finds themselves focused on their Torah and their Avaida and they're grounded and they're, and they're, and they're, and they're in a good matzav, so then they're, they're identifying, they're being mizdaheh with a deeper part of themselves, a bigger part of themselves. When we get annoyed, or we, when little things bother us, when we get petty, when we lay Elena, when we talk Lashonara, when we, when we chepo, these type of things, when we, we, it's like this external chitzaniyistic shell that we have that sometimes we identify with that. There's different layers inside of us. How many times have we sat down after a day and looked back at the events of the day and questioned our sanity? Like, what got into me? What do you mean what got into you? That was you a few hours ago. Yeah, I was identifying with a different part of myself, with the Yetzirah part of myself, with the childish part of myself, with the Katnustika part of myself. But now that I sit down and I'm a Syashev, or I do Tshuva, or I think about what's important in life, now I'm being Oichez, I'm, my vantage point is from a different, I'm holding a different place on the ladder. I remember many Many, many years ago, um, almost 20 years ago, when I was, uh, I was mugged in the parking lot right there at gunpoint. And it was pretty frightening. And I was not, I was not 100% badass. I started running away. I was standing, those of you who remember, I was standing with Yossi Orlansky in the parking lot. He ran in one direction, I ran in the other direction, and I guess I looked like a good target either weaker or richer. I don't know which one. And and they chased me down, and I fell on the hill over here. I fell, and I was laying on the ground. And they waved a gun in my face, and they asked me for my wallet. And, and I saw my life flashing in front of my eyes. And then they, they took my wallet, and they ran. And the next day, when I got up, even later that night, the whole world looked so colorful and rich. And my children were so zis. And I was so happy. I just, when you realize, like, when there's that moment, I'm not saying that everyone reacts the same way, but when you have that moment, suddenly, and there could have been, I don't remember now, you know, it's all history now, you know, I don't remember. I wonder what was on my mind 10 minutes before. 
I wonder what I was worried. This one did that and this that. I, I wonder what Narish guide I was concerned about a few minutes before. But at that moment that I, I realized how grateful I am to the Rabbani Shalom that I am alive, nothing bothered me. I was good. I had no worries. I was the richest, happiest guy in the world. And trust me, I was far from the richest. But I felt that way. It depends where you are in yourself. So when Rav Huttner says that someone who's doing tshuva is able to transcend the challenge of I can't see nigei atzmi, well, that depends where in myself I am. If I go down or up, however you want to look at it, and I, and I look at the world through, from a deeper place, from a more ruchniyastik place, I look at myself as an Eved Hashem, I look at the, a, a tr- the true value system that I have ingrained inside me of Taira Avoid and Gemilas Chasadim, of Kavit Shamayim, and then I look out that other part of me that I'm not identifying with now, I could see there are problems there. I think that's the Mahalach. I think that's the process. When I'm in it, when I'm in it, I can't see Nigayatsme because that's me. A little bit like the Rambam says that the Balchuva changes his name. Why does he change his name? Kloimar. As if to say, I'm not the same person. What is that, a game? Change your name, you're not the same person? Get a new driver's license? What, 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 does that, what does that mean? And even if it's symbolic, so what does it symbolize? The point is I'm changing my name. The point is that I'm, I'm, I'm not identifying with that chayte. That's not me. That's not who I am. I'm now connecting with a deeper, better, more spiritual, more grounded, more ruchniyistic of shikva layer in myself. And from there, I'm seeing some issues. And I'm being misvade to HaKadosh Baruch Hu about those issues. Now what am I being Megala? So the Svarim tell us that when we, when we hear the Shafer, the, 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 the blow of the Shafer is pile on a person. It has an effect on a person. What is the effect of blowing Shafer? <clears throat> the effect of blowing Shafer, let's start with the Rambam. The effect of blowing shofar is to be megala, that which is hidden inside me. Is to be megala, those deeper chelkei hanefesh that are hidden inside me, as the Rambam says. Avoremez yeshba, Rambam, that the shofar speaks, the shofar gives us a message. And his message, the message of the shofar is, Uru yishenem yishinaschem. The, the, that sleeping ones should wake up from their sleep, the near domim hekitsu mitar de maschem, elolusha shaychechem eso emes bahavle azman, is that we, we, we sometimes forget that truth, that depth, that neshama inside of us, bahavle azman, in the tumul of the, of the zman, and the neshama, just like, let's, let's look at the, let's look at the, what the Rambam says. It's ki ilu uru yishenem eshinaschem. What happens when a person is sleeping? When a person is sleeping, externally they look dead. Their kaychas are all muted. They're, they're, they're dead. There's, there's no, there's just a shell on the outside. 
And their chiyos is on the inside. And when you wake them up, what are you doing? You're taking that chiyos that's hiding on the inside. Ani yishena velibi er. You're taking that chiyos that's on the inside and you're bringing out the chiyos. And now the person stretches and gets up and now that chiyos has broken the surface and comes out to the outside. And that's the Rambam's mashal for the pu'ula of the shayfer. Because that's what the shayfer does. The shayfer reminds us of the deeper layers inside of us. The shayfer reminds us of the ma'amake ha'nefesh of a person from where he says, Va'ani kirvasalekim li'tayv. Because every single Yid, every single Ben Avram Yitzchak V'yakov has that Ga'aguim and that Cheshek and that yearning of Ani Kirvas Kim Litoiv inside of him. Some people are more in touch with that yearning, that burning desire for, for Aliyah, and some people are less in touch with it. And, and let's understand. Sometimes we're more in touch with it, even as individuals. Sometimes we are more in touch with it, and sometimes we are less in touch with it. When the shoifer blows, it's like a sleeping person waking up. There's a chios, there's a nishmas, a chelik aloikami mal that's inside me, a vayipach ba'ap of nishmas chayim, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu blew kaviyachal, a part of himself inside me. And when the shoifer blows, that starts to stir. That, and that's the, the whole Rosh Hashanah is that stirring of that, of that, of that Oiver Hashem, of that, of that Nishmas Chaim, on this day of the Briyas Adam, on the day that HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Vayipach Ba'ap of Nishmas Chaim. And, and it, 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 it starts to vibrate on the inside. This, this, this Ratzin, this Cheshek, this Gaguim, this yearning to be Mishaber with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And as we do that and we identify with that layer inside of us, the external things become separate from us. We're now looking from a different vantage point. We're now looking at things differently. We're, we're, we're looking at the world differently. I always use this mushal in, uh, in, in a Masil Sisharim share about, <coughs> we've talked about this with the Oilam, we, we've schmoozed about this, about the dramatic changes that happen as soon as a person makes money. The dramatic changes that happen in a person. But I want to use that muscle that some of you know just to bring out how quickly the changes could happen Latoyev also. So forgive me to say, say this muscle. It's a favorite muscle of mine. I heard when I was very young. So the muscle goes that there was a, there was a very, very, very poor man in Russia lived on the outskirts of town. He mamish didn't have mamish nothing, no no lechem v'simla. He was he was completely completely poverty stricken, and he schlepped into town to the store. And he tells the store owner, "I have one ruble left in my name. Is there anything that I could buy for a ruble? Something, a psychological food, something." And the store owner says, "No. Inflation." There's no, there's no, uh, you can't, there's nothing to buy for you, except you could buy a lottery ticket. And you might as well. It's not like you could buy any bread anyway. Buy a lottery ticket, you never know. So the guy buys a lottery ticket. He goes back home, schleps home, schleps into his hut, and goes to sleep at night, and now that's it. Now the, the, the house is empty. At midnight, the telegram arrives to the store. The guy won the lottery. He's a millionaire. 
store owner cannot believe this. Does he imagine, imagine such a rags-to-riches story? He can't believe it. So he jumps on his horse and he races to the outskirts of town and he rushes to the guy's house and he starts pounding on the door. The whole hut is shaking and totally the guy's pounding on the door and this honey comes to the door for schluffing, depressed, he opens the door, yes. And he says, you're rich! You won the lottery! You're a rich man! And instantly the guy straightens up. He says, and you dare wake up a rich man in the middle of the night. The story is not true. But the story is true. Because when our perspective changes, everything changes. And the shoifer has that kayach, that uru yeshena mishinaschem. In a moment, I'm looking at life. That's not important. That's important. That clinic, what am I? I'm so mocked, but I get annoyed that my wife does this, my kids do that, my boss does this. These are narish What's important is this. And the, the shift of the, of the panemius waking up, what Rav Hutner calls a hachioas rishamim, that the little, the, the roishim of chios that's left in a person starts to wake up. It has a profound effect on a person. Rabbi say, what's waking up? What's waking up in that Uru Yushenim is the part of us that's the most, that has the most in common, Kaviyachal, with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's the Chelek Elekami Mal inside of us. It's our Neshama that starts to stir. Oh, that's what the Psikta means. The Psikta says, Ashrei Ha'om Yoidei Sarua. Ashrei Ha'om that are Yoidea Lefatoi Ses Yoitzram. That we're able to be mefata Hakadosh Baruch Hu, which the Svarim say is like a, like a shaychad, a type of shaychad where we can we can give a, a sh- with the hanhaga changes from din to rachamim. That Hakadosh Baruch Hu is oila mikisei din v'yoshev al kisei rachamim because through the shayfer we've become chadhu with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. When I was sitting in my katnos. There's a big gap between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu because we're identifying with the Chelek HaGuf. We're identifying with the Chelek HaChitzayin, with the Chelek HaYetzer. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu could do it then. We're separate. But when we hear the Shoifer and, and, and the Shoifer is Me'oyer, that Chelek HaLekami Mal, then suddenly we're part of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Like, 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 uh, I was thinking that that's why we say hashivenu avinu l'sayrasecha. Like, in the process of tshuva, we become his banim. We, we, we become similar. We become, we, we following in his derech. So that's the, that's the shaychad, and that's why, that's why with the, with the, with the blowing of the shaychad, HaKadosh Baruch was oimed mi kisei din, v'yoshev al kisei rachamim. Now the the day of Rosh Hashanah has a mitzvah of Tkiyas Shoifer, which has this kayach, but it's a day that's also called the Yoim Trua. It embodies this Avoida, embodies the whole day, and the truth is, it embodies the Hachana for that day. The Avoida of Rosh Hashanah is to stand with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. 
That's what we're doing when we're being Mamluch HaKadosh Baruch Hu, is to stand with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I stand with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. My, my, the part of me that I am Makir, the part of me that I look at the world through, the lens that I look through the world, is the part of me that's a, that's a Neshama. Is the part of me that's yearning for HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Is the part of me that's subservient to his Torah. Is the part of me that's Mishta with his Torah. That's, that's the me. And the Avoida leading up to Rosh Hashanah is to try to identify our me as the me that's, that's Daima to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's, uh, that's, um, how are you Makayim Ledov Kaboy? He davek b'midaisav is when we're daima to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. That's how we become chadhu with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. I think that in the few days leading up to Rosh Hashanah, where the whole 48 hours of Rosh Hashanah is that Uru Yushenim is bringing out that, that oimek within us. But in, in the days leading up to it, there's a lot of work to do to be mechen for that. To be mechen, to, be, to prepare ourselves. And sometimes it's, I'm not even sure which part of the Avaida is harder. The part of the Avaida of being oiches in the deeper parts of ourselves, or the part of the avoda of letting go of the kindisher parts of ourselves. It's yesh ladon, which part of that avoda is more difficult. But certainly the days leading up to Rosh Hashanah are days that we want to look, we want to make a cheshben on our maizim and on our thoughts, and we want to try to have a perspective not just mitzvahs and averus, which of course we're watching ourselves, but on katnos and gadlos as well. When we're yearning to be able to identify with and connect with a great part of us, and not a childish and small part of us. And the part of us that has taivas and, 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 and issues and struggles and pulls towards chait, that's the small part of us. And... There's a, there's, and, and it's a dual avoida over the next few days. Mitzad Echad is an avoida of trying to, to bring out that, that madrega, that shaychad, that yoide srua, that nishmas elekim imal, that's, 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 that's tamun, that's hidden, that's perhaps sleeping inside of us. That's on one end. But on the other end is also to be makir. And it starts just with being makir. To being makir, that's not godless. That's not someone who's a neshama dekiyid. There's more to talk about this sugya, but and and we've we've been a little bit holding in it the last few weeks here, but there's it's not just in seifim and shulchan aruch. There's a way of acting. There's a way of being noyig that a big person acts, and there's a way of being noyig that a small person acts. And it's something that we have to try to be aware of because the effect goes both ways. Being big makes us act big.
But acting small schleps us down to being small. And a lot of it has to do with our relationship with food and the way we, we, we act at home and the way we act in private, the way we're manig ourselves, the way we speak, the slang that we use, the, the way we express ourselves when we're upset. The, these types of things that yeah, I can't... Some of them, yeah, some of them not necessarily you could point to a Se'if and Shulchan Aruch or a Lav in the Torah or a Rambam that's, that's, that's mefurish, but... But but we know what we, we we know what it is. That there's a certain way. There's a certain way of acting. That if our Rebbe acted that way, we'd be confused and disappointed. If we saw the Rebbe acting that way, and that's something for us to think about because that's a certain a certain godless. When I pause, by the way, it's because I'm trying to I'm trying to see how far I can push. But let me I'll, let me I'll, let me say another 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 example. You know we we have a kiddish problem in shul. The problem, the kiddish problem that we have is that when it's a, when it's a geshmaka kiddish, that the kids end up sitting down before the adults. You've noticed that it's a it's an issue that we have. We've spoken about it and what to do about it and how to be mechanech. And so on, you know, what's the right way to do it? We, we hope that fathers will be mechanach their children, let the adults sit first. But I always worry about that. Let the adults sit first, why? So they could eat? An interesting question. Somebody told me yesterday... Uh, I was in when I was in Queens for Shabbos, so there was a boy there. We were eating kiddush. There was a boy there, and he was saying that in camp, the counselors made kiddush, and the boys had their food, and the counselors had their food. That's one version of godless. So I was thinking about that. That like you know, every once in a while, we, there's a kiddush, and we make taka a children's table, and we put candy on the children's table, and we get so annoyed when the kids take their cups and they go in and they stuff you. Remember those days? You know, the, the, the licorice is falling out of the cups and this, and every father knows that his kid is never going to eat all of it anyway and if he does, then it's a bigger Rachmanis and, and you know, like... But I remember a time that we had a Sumchas Torah kid this year. We were sitting there and we had a, a very, very, very generous sponsor for the Kiddush. And the sponsor made for the Kiddush, now it became like a staple in some places, but he made, it was a new musik then called meat platters. Right? And they put out meat platters. What a embarrassment. We're not any different than the kids. We're mamish like the kids. We just have different candy. It's just a question of the candy. But it's the same thing. Everyone's drooling. We couldn't sing. We couldn't focus. We're, we're looking at the meat and... It's an avoid because it's real. I find myself distracted also. I, I should say, for, for honesty's sake, I should say, like, I, 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 Yosef, I think I told this to you many times, that uh, I remember standing, and this, this image stays in my head, I remember standing in David in the in the lobby by, by yeshiva dinner, and, um, and I was davening a, davka a good shmanesri. And, but it was in the lobby, you know, we, we made a minion, it was in the lobby. You know, like when you damish manesre, like not in a regular place, your eyes like flutter open a little bit, even if you're davening with your eyes closed. I'll never forget this. It was like this embarrassing moment. They, I didn't realize they were serving 
dessert around us. Like after we started davening, they started bringing out the dessert trays. So, so they bring. So I still remember this. I don't remember which bracha you might remember, but I think it was Shema Koleinu. That I was like Shema Koleinu, Hashem Elikeinu, cream puffs, mamish like that. I didn't say cream puffs, but in my head, mamish like that. And I start being done. I'm on a diet, but maybe it's a mitzvah. You know, like the, the whole thing. I'm, I'm just saying that. Like I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to us. But there's a there's a sense. This is a time of year to focus on it. There's a sense of the uru yeshenim eshinaschem that we try to find and identify the gadlos, the neshama, the 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 sheifa to greatness inside of us, and at the same time to try to be marchik ourselves from the child, from the katan, from the from the small mindedness, from the pettiness, from the insults, from the getting insulted, giving insults, the whole that whole smallness that surrounds us sometimes, and being able to step away from it. So the the tefila, the tefila that I'll I'll end with before we get ready for. Uh, yeah, as we as we get ready for Rosh Hashanah, is that Hakadosh Baruch Hu should be able should lead us on a path that we should be able to be megala that neshama within us, that godless within us, and we should have the perspective and the strength to see the katnas and step away from it, and that when that moment comes, that the shofar blows, and this trembling of Aliyah of Shaycha to Akadish Baruchu, of Pitoy to Akadish Baruchu resonates inside of us. It should resonate so, so strongly in all of us that Akadish Baruchu has no choice but to bring us where we belong back to Eretz Yisrael. You have been listening to a Shear from ShasIlluminated.org. For other Shearim on many topics or to hear an Eon Shear on any Dauphin Shas, including Myra McClaimus on each Shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 203-312-SHAS. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.